Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, today I want to talk about something called spiritual gifts. Now, maybe you've played the telephone game before, um, somewhere you whisper something to somebody next to you and then they whisper it to somebody and it, tries, it goes in this big circle and once it gets to the end, people are supposed to see, okay, do we, do we get the, the sentence right? And most of the time, it's completely misinterpreted. And sometimes we can misinterpret what God is telling us. See, God has gifted each of us with something unique for his purposes in the world. And it's our responsibility to ask him and to seek out what those gifts are. And you may not know what those gifts are quite yet, but it is possible for us to, to hear from God what that is. Now, I've been gifted with unique things throughout, throughout my life. Uh, because I'm small, there was this one uh, Frisbee golf course that I would play on at, at a Bible camp. And we'd always get Frisbees stuck up on the roof. And because I'm small, people would have to put me up on their shoulder to, to get that Frisbee down. I hated it. I don't like heights. I thought I was always going to fall and die. Um, I find it special when my family laughs. And so I would use uh, whatever abilities that I could to try to get my family to laugh all the time. And it makes me say stuff that I probably shouldn't a lot of the time. Um, in basketball, uh, I, I've always used basketball a, as a way to make a difference in people's lives uh, through coaching and, and even sharing uh, Jesus with the players that I used to coach at times. Um, and in Daniel 2, we actually see an incredible gift that gets displayed by a young man named Daniel. Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar has a dream, and he's terrified by this dream, and he forces his wise people to try to tell him, not just interpret the dream, he doesn't tell him the dream. He says, I want you to tell me what the dream was first, and then interpret it. And then I'm going to know that your interpretation was right. And they can't do it. And so the king orders that they all get killed. And then this, this kid, Daniel, he's like, whoa, hold on a second. Give me just a little bit of time, and I'm going to tell you what that dream was. And so Daniel and the, the three Hebrew brothers that maybe you've heard about before, they were the ones thrown into the fire. Um, they plead with God for mercy to understand what the dream was. And during the night, the dream was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Verses 26 and 28 of Daniel chapter 2, it says, The king asked Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, Are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it? And Daniel replied, No wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery that he's asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the days to come. Your dream and the visions that pass through your mind as, as you were lying in bed are these. And then what happened is Daniel proceeded to tell the dream to the king exactly as it was, and then he interpreted the dream. Now, Daniel was given a gift by God for a purpose. We also are given gifts and skills by God in order to, to help carry out his purposes in the world. Think about some of the skills that you have. Uh, maybe, maybe you don't have that skill simply for your own good. Uh, we're all born with certain abilities and skills, but Scripture also tells us that when we decided to accept Jesus, he went and he gave us a special gift, uh, something that that we call, like I said, we call it a spiritual gift, and it's meant to further the work of, the, of his church. And the following scenario is brought about by a guy named Randy Frazee in his book, Think, Act, and Be Like Jesus. He says, imagine driving down the freeway. 
In front of your vehicle is a pickup truck with a family of five inside, and in the back of that pickup truck, a number of cages are filled with chickens. And the truck suddenly begins to swerve, goes out of control, runs off the road into the ditch, and flips over. The cages fly out, and uh, and they they break open, and these chickens get released, and they're all running all over the place. And you, along with a number of other people, pull off onto the shoulder, and. Now I want you to think about what is the first response that you would have, the activity that you would most likely engage in as you stop to ask uh, to, to give assistance. Are you the person who would immediately take charge? Would you announce to everybody, I got this figured out, uh, and then you begin to delegate responsibilities to, to everybody that's there? Are you the person that would begin to organize and to oversee the details? Uh, after hearing the orders from the leader, leader, you start to implement that plan. You divide, divide people into groups and distribute equipment and someone to direct traffic and someone to help assist the, the victims, somebody to go get all the chickens that are going all over the place. Um, or are you the person that would focus completely on the needs of the people? You forget the truck. You forget the chickens. Uh, you go straight to the five people in those vehicles who need assistance. You got this sense of mercy for victims, uh, and that's your primary focus. Or are you the person who quickly realizes that, that the effort is going to take a while? And so the rescue team is going to need food and water. And so you go and you run off to go get supplies. Your needs, your thoughts are totally to the being hospitable to the people that are sacrificing their time. Are you the person that would begin to ask the people around them, uh, around you, uh, what everyone might learn from this unfortunate situation? What could we have done different? How can we keep this from happening in the future? All that type of stuff. Um, you desire to kind of gather intel and to teach others to avoid an accident in the future. Or are you the person who'd simply walk up and ask, hey, how can, how can I help? Put me to work. Whatever you need me to do, I'm going to do it. And then you stay around until everything is taken care of and, and the vehicles are all towed away and all that stuff. Now, you, you can see here the different gifts that are engaged and actions taken by people who all encountered the same problem. The role that you see yourself taking in this setting, it can actually indicate a little bit of, of the kind of spiritual gift that maybe God has given you. And there's really six gifting possibilities that we even just talked about right there. And what if a person was there to match each and every one of those gifts and they'd all stop to help? Uh, what if six people had shown up representing only one of these gifts? Every, everything involved in this, in this accident would... Um, they're either going to be well covered or they're not going to be well covered based on who maybe even stops to, to help. And see, God has gifted each of us in a particular way in order to meet all of the needs around us. If we all use our gifts for other people, needs are going to get met. And if not, they're going to be unmet. Romans 12, 4 through 6 says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Spiritual gifts are given with a purpose, and, and God wants to help us be, redeem this world through Jesus. First um, Corinthians 12 says, Just as one body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Um, we are, we are all one body with many different parts. 
We have many different gifts, many different talents. And I want to just encourage you, if you don't know what your spiritual gift is, there are free spiritual gift tests that you can take online. Uh, Just Google it. You'll probably find something really quickly. Um, But try to figure out what that spiritual gift is. Is your gift of discernment? Is your gift of teaching? What, What might it be? And then start to begin to ask God to help you use that spiritual gift to further his kingdom, to further his church. Um, Why don't let me pray with you? Lord, I thank you so much uh, that you have gifted all of us. And some of us, we don't feel like we know what our gifting is. We don't feel like we're gifted, maybe. But God, we know that you've given us giftings. Help us to understand what those are more and more as as this day and this week and this month goes on. And God, help us to to begin to live out in those gifts uh, for your kingdom, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks a lot, everybody. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.